0: Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler.
1: Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations. Welcome. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, it's so easy. It's at Converse Radio, like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, it's simply Conversations the Podcast. We're on Instagram as well. Thank you, followers. I appreciate your support. And that's at Conversations Radio. Like what you hear or don't like what you hear, drop me a line. Conversationspod at gmail.com. That's Conversationspod at gmail.com. Everything's the same, basically. The website conversationspod.wixsite.com slash conversations and of course all our podcasts are there and they're also on our podcast server which is conversationsradio.podbean.com a lot of info I understand but it'll all come in handy later on I want to thank our guest episode 28 Savannah Lyles Savannah Lyles of course an actress from LA and Arizona you may have seen her as Ellie in Prodigy which is now screening on Netflix, and it's doing very, very well. A very, very challenging role for her, and somewhat edgy. I keep saying it's kind of like a Hannibal Lecter kind of a feel to it, but uh, she did great, and of course she's just uh, amazing. You can check her out online as well at savannahliles.com and of course that podcast, as well as others, are on the website. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Uh, so again, great uh, show tonight. Our guest will be Nadia Folter, and we'll talk to her in just a second. My returning guest host, friend, what can you say about Connor Dwelly? Of course, Connor is uh, well known in many circles. She's from Canada, but now in Los Angeles for a little bit. You may have seen her as Daughter Lily on Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. And uh, she had, I think, four seasons on that show, and now she's doing the whole acting thing all over again. Connor Dwelly. Connor, hey. Hello. What's going on?
2: Oh, well, I'm just I'm just hanging out. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm back in my little apartment. I'm having fun.
1: You've got no cell service there.
2: No, I that's do. That's the no
1: weirdest cell thing. Service. And I would think for an actor, that's pretty dangerous.
2: Yeah, it's kind of scary.
1: Now you, you But pr- you
2: know, I got my Facebook Messenger. I got my my Instagram. I got my other stuff like it's just Oh, and also like I've got like those uh, um, the messages where like if it's blue, then you don't need self service for it. Oh, so I'm like, eh, that's okay.
1: <laughs> not as it's not as good as the self service in Canada, eh?
2: Yeah, eh.
1: Eh. <laughs> Remember, I'm one quarter Canadian, so I'm allowed. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: But, True. uh, well, welcome back to Los Angeles and, uh, oh, thank you. I know you're, uh, you're trying hard and, uh, and, and working and getting stuff together and, now uh, we're looking forward to seeing you on your next projects. I know you've got stuff going on, but of course you can't tell me cause you'd have to kill me. So <laughs> that's, so that being said, I won't uh, pressure you. Of course, uh, you're always welcome to promote things you're working on. You've done so much, uh, from jumping rope to, uh, playing daughter Lily on a great show. And no, I know I won't I won't I won't play the soundbite. Don't worry. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, actually, I forgot to load the soundbite. But uh, girlfriend's oh. guy, girlfriend's guy, the divorce is on. Uh, I guess it's on uh, Blu-ray now. As well, is it? I think so. Yeah, it's available oh, somewhere. Yes. And I and I I'm... just and I just saw what I saw Lisa on another show. that I think she was, think she was on. Um, she was on some show. I just saw her on. I want to say the the Good Doctor. I could be wrong though.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Was it? Yeah. Or was it um the other one? Amsterdam, the Amsterdam one.
2: Um, no, I don't think so. I think he was a good doctor.
1: Okay. Which is a great show by the way. Yeah. He plays that part so well. Um I've got over the whole Norman thing and now he's a doctor, so it's um Yeah,
2: there's actually a lot of people from Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce on that show.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Everyone everyone but you. Everyone well, but we gotta me. make some phone calls. I've, I've
2: auditioned for it, but okay, cool. But nothing yet. It's probably going to be one of those things that I audition for a lot. Yeah. In the future, because they've got so many guest star
1: roles. Well, there's always Modern Family. I mean, they book everybody. <laughs> you know. And <laughs> yeah, um, I've
2: never gone for Modern Family
1: yeah. before. Well, stand by. You may get may get a chance. And of <laughs> course, um, splitting up together is uh, wrapping up. Uh, they're shooting season two right now, and that's on ABC. Our good friend Olivia Kevell is on that show, and uh, it's uh, with Jenna Fisher and Oliver Hudson. Great, great show, and they're wrapping up. And season premiere is on the thirteenth of October. And that's over at Warner Brothers, and uh, that appears on ABC. So, looking forward to that. So, a lot of good shows coming out, and certainly you're going to find something. If not your own show, the Connor Duelli show, I think, will be the <laughs> one I'll push for. But that being said, thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate you helping out. Oh, of course. You're a pal. You really are. Oh, you're a pal. Not bad. No, no, you are, really. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And uh, let's go and dive into this. And again, uh, as you and I have discussed many times, the way TV shows are delivered now is uh, quite different from back in the day. Netflix, uh, of course, uh, Amazon.com. I mentioned Amazon because our guest tonight is uh, on a show. Um, and it's a Tom Clancy franchise, really. It's been done several times. This is a new franchise, a new uh, series. For Amazon, uh, Jack Ryan, of course, starring uh, John Krasinski and uh, Timothy Hudson's in there and others. And this actress here who plays the eldest daughter, eldest daughter, Sarah. Her name is Nadia Falter. Nadia Falter is an actress currently living in New York City who's lived all over the world. Um, you may have seen her on the blacklist as a young Samar. And she's also got a up-and-coming music career that's in the works. Wonderful voice. I'm hoping she'll sing for us tonight, but I won't, uh, I won't press that. Uh, she is a Massachusetts girl. But left very, very young and with her dad all over the world. Um, Her dad, a teacher um, working for the UN, so she got to live in some very, very cool places and came back to the US about six years ago, and now she's making a go of it in New York City. I want to say good evening to Nadia Falter. Nadia, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm great. Great, thank
1: you. Welcome to Conversations Radio.
0: Thank you. Happy to be here.
1: And you haven't done a lot of these, so it's good co- it's good to have you on. And and I, I will tell you, um, as I mentioned before, it's just a conversation. There are no list of questions, there are no ambush, no attacking. And uh I always do this. Stand by That's the list of questions. They are gone. Yeah. Yes. So again, and again, Connor's kind of the wingman there, and she helps me out and keeps me um, humble. But uh, <laughs> But uh, welcome to conversations. Glad to have you on. You're in New York City, and how are things in New York tonight?
0: Good, just your typical Wednesday. Finished all my work, so
1: that's great, I guess. Now you yeah, you're, things are great. you're in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: I mean, technically, well, yeah, technically, I'm part of Manhattan. It's like a little island. Okay. But yeah, it's technically part of Manhattan.
1: Cool. Island Island life is great. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, Vancouver's got an island Connor, right?
2: Yeah they, it's, We've got Vancouver And then we've got Vancouver Island oh,
1: You ever gone to You ever gone to Canada, Nadia?
0: Yeah I actually just came from Vancouver Really? <laughs> Why? Well I was dropping my sister off For college in Seattle And we just drove out to visit Because I'm part versions We've got so many Like relatives everywhere oh. So we <laughs> Drove up to Vancouver To visit them And oh, I actually nice. filmed In Montreal as well I filmed part of Jack Ryan In Montreal
1: Wow fun Canada's yeah. got a it's got a great vibe. You mentioned um, par, mentioned part Persian. Uh, what's the other part?
0: German. Oh,
1: very far as I know, I haven't
0: done the ancestry DNA test yet. But let
1: me know. <laughs> we'll take. Your you know what? Forward.
2: I was I was going to ask because you speak Farsi and German and English, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I was I was looking online. I was like, that's such an interesting
0: combination. Like, you would think, it, speak,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. Like, usually, people who speak three languages, it's like. It's, like, English and French and Italian, but, like, yeah. no, like, you're, like, everywhere, hey? Yeah,
0: I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's really helpful. helped me with my role a lot because I to speak Arabic, but, you know, Farsi has a few similar words, so it's
1: quite so, helpful. So on the show, you I don't think you spoke any English, did you? I spoke,
0: like, well, no. We didn't take any scenes where I spoke English. Like, we yeah. filmed a lot of the French stuff uh, in the final cut. I didn't speak any English. Yeah.
1: How how did you feel about that?
0: I mean, it was definitely a big challenge. Well, I grew up part of my life in Sudan. So I, like, grew up. I had to take uh, mandatory Arabic classes in school. I wish I I appreciated it more and paid attention more when I was younger. But, I mean, it helped me with a little bit of background. And I had, like, international friends that lived, uh, that were Arabic. So I think it helped me get into my role as, like, Sarah. And, like, with the language and everything definitely helped. But it was a challenge, like. I'm pretty sure I don't remember my, <laughs> most of my lines, but it was great. They so, really worked well with me. They brought someone on set to like work with me through everything and the lines. It was great.
1: So the roles were in Arabic. I mean, the, the lines rather were in Arabic, not in Farsi.
0: No, they were in Arabic, okay. which is actually completely, I mean, we've got a few similar words, but pronunciation wise, different.
1: So now you're actually, you're speaking Farsi, German and Arabic.
0: I mean you could English, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: multilingual it's like i said any uh <laughs> any uh other languages well uh, Connor you speak French well, no, would be no
2: well i don't i i learned i learned French in like school, yeah, but I'm not fluent in French
1: you're not but but it's like a second language there right
2: it yeah, it is like I feel comfortable talking to people in french but but I wouldn't say that I'm as fluent as Nadia is in. I'm not that funny. Everything. I mean, <laughs> no. no. I'm not that cool.
1: The role that you got was uh, was phenomenal. We'll talk about that in a second, but I want to go back a bit because you've had a very interesting um, you know, childhood. Uh, you were born in Massachusetts. Yeah. What do you remember about that?
0: Absolutely nothing, except <laughs> that one picture that we just hung in the living room the whole time. That's, wow. <laughs> I don't remember almost any of it.
1: So pretty like my much my first
0: memories are when I was in Afghanistan. That's when I remember stuff.
1: In is it Afghanistan you? Yeah? yeah. Okay. And you you got to live in some very very um incredible places. Did you guys move around a lot?
0: Yeah, pretty much every 2 to 3 years. I think New York is the longest I've actually stayed somewhere before. So, it feels a bit weird, but pretty good.
1: What's what what uh what stands out the most uh, you know, living abroad as compared to living here in the states? Life in other countries, of course, will obviously, very, very different.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was pretty shocked when I came to New York. Was, I mean, one one of the parts that I love about New York is that it's so international. So me growing up in a bunch of different places, I was constantly in, like, new cultures, new people. And I pretty much loved that. Like, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a great experience. But I don't know why. When I was going, heard that I was going to move to New York, I was looking forward to, like, all the tiny things like riding in a yellow school bus. I was like so excited to do that and things like that. So it was definitely a new experience. I I mean, each country has like its benefits and it's like disadvantages so far. New York's been pretty good to me, I'd say. So, yeah,
1: this has all the makings of you writing a book about your travels (laughs) because I'm sure you have like tons of stories of, uh, of, of life, you know, living um, in, again, in central Asia as well as uh, the East coming back to uh, New York. So you hadn't been back basically since you were born. You'd been out of the country. Yeah. I was
0: never back in like the U S since like moving away from Massachusetts.
1: Well, welcome home. Thank you. That's that's incredible. That really is just uh, remarkable and and how inspiring. Um, It's you. I mean, there must be nights that you, that you lay, lay awake and think about, you know, wow. The life you've led. I mean, that's definitely. That's I mean,
0: like, those experiences, like, shaped who I am today. It was, like, amazing. And I have like, friends all over the world now. I'm like, who can say that? It's like, it was such a great experience seeing every different cultures and everything. It's kind of strange because I came back and grew, like, most of my teen years in New York and in the city. So, like, I got to travel. It's usually the other way around. Like, you grow up somewhere and then you end up traveling. I got to travel and then I settled down here when I was 11 and then I really started growing up here.
2: I have a question, yeah well, um nadia like i I kind of not not to the extent that you did, but like I was always moving around as a kid, and then when I like kind of planted myself in Vancouver, I kind of felt like I kind of felt like I needed to like go more places. Do you feel like that, or are you kind of like are you happy to be in the same place and maintain relationships with people and stuff, or do you prefer moving around I mean, I think.
0: I had, like, my fair share of traveling. So, like, for a while, when I first, like, after two or three years in New York, I was, like, when are we moving? This felt really weird. I was, like, I want to move again because I was so used to it. But, um, I mean, I'm still going to move away after college. But I feel like I'm definitely going to come back to New York. I'm not, like, going to go anywhere, like, drastic anywhere. I actually think I'm going to Canada for college. So. Oh,
2: yeah? Yeah. What do you want to do in college?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I'm still obviously going to do auditions and everything. I was thinking of going in, like, a major, like, in music and, like, maybe minor in biology. Whoa. not sure where life is going, but that's what I've got so far, so I'm sticking with that. That's kind
2: of, that's kind of a nice way to not be tied down to anything. Or yeah. Just kind of do what you want, do what you're interested in. Pretty much.
0: It's, it's good. It's a good life.
1: From early on, you really embraced performing arts and music. Tell me about that, because I understand you used to do a lot of like skits and stuff for your family, and so you really kind of were a natural at uh, entertaining.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I grew up with two older sisters, and like, the middle is two years older than me, and like we're all two years kind of apart. So we were, we're always, still are really close. And my entire family, like my mom plays the violin, my dad plays guitar, we all sing. So from like a young age my sisters and I would put on little performances and skits like whenever we moved everywhere we sing as a family at like events wherever we went so I guess that really like got me into like the performing aspect of things but I never really really began doing any performances until I came to New York and then I started with like a small children's theater company and did all my school musicals and plays which I still do now so it just kind of slowly slowly led me into everything which I thought was great introduction actually
1: it's amazing how, and Connor, you agree with this as well, it's amazing how one portion of the arts kind of affects the other, kind of inspires in many different areas. And oh, yeah. Music. All
0: connected.
1: Music is just like, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I thought about this, Connor, the other day. It was very, very stirring and moving. You know when you're watching TV or you got music playing and you have like a little baby or, or a toddler? And their first instinct is to dance and bounce up and down and and move to the music. Have you noticed that?
2: Yeah. Isn't that cute.
1: Isn't that amazing? When you think about that, I mean, it's just it's like instinct, you know. Yeah,
2: it's kind of neat, hey.
1: Very, very, very neat. And I worked with I worked with a, a girl. I still do at Universal Studios, and um, I remember the first day she started. We had a big group meeting. We asked her what what uh, what bands do you like. She says, "I don't like music." And what? I. Yeah, and I was just—I I didn't know what to say.
2: That's weird because it's there's so many different kinds of music.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just, like there's Gentleman. like
2: experimental stuff that doesn't even have a beat. Like there's like
1: everything. Yeah,
2: that's so, weird.
1: It's really weird. <laughs> does she
0: does she still not like music? How long? I don't know. Like... I'm going to
1: ask her actually. I mean, <laughs> she, she's Give me uh, an She's an aspiring actress as well. So, but uh, anyway, I I brought that up because. You've got your oars and many different streams, uh both musically and also uh the acting thing. What inspires you your music?
0: Um, well, something that I've always admired so much about the arts and music and and acting is like this portion of like how it's so honest and it comes from the heart and you're really trying to reach people so in terms of music, well, I pretty much like to sing anything but like makes me feel a lot or gets my feels out or like just anything that like I'm really excited to like sing to or that I can try and play on the guitar and when it comes to writing my own songs I haven't really started as much but I just started to actually because I'm taking music theory in my school I just try and write whatever on my mind on like a piece of paper and get it all out and all out and then once I'm done with that I'll nitpick and like tweak and find all the parts that I like and start putting that into like verses and songs and once I've got my lyrics I just kind of go from there.
1: You've got a YouTube channel and yeah. uh, you've got some music on there and, and it's, it's wonderful. Thank you. Some very cool music. And um, you did some songs that are based on basically based on prayer, uh, Baha'i prayers. Yeah. And I thought that was just beautiful. Just uh, wonderful. And you've also played Connor. Are you sitting down?
2: 12,
1: yes. Make sure you brace yourself. You played at Carnegie hall. Yeah. Ooh. Now tell me about that. That's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like yeah that's like the uh grand old opry of uh, new york so but go ahead
0: boy was that an experience <laughs> um so in my school we're allowed to technically audition for a large performance thing and we usually try and perform every year in like a smaller portion of Carnegie Hall but it was like an anniversary for our chancellor or somebody who created the school so the school was going to do performance in the actual Carnegie Hall and it was like a crazy audition process because my In school, because my school has, like, different sections in China and in London and in, like, Seoul. So we're all coming together in New York. And I did a combination of Feeling Good and Fly Me to the Moon, which was pretty awesome, I'd say. And I just prepared with it. I I was working with another guy that was singing. He was 13, and we just worked together and figured out what we wanted to do. And it was kind of scary because it was so much improvisation in it, and I'd never really done that. I like never really sang that much jazz before, but it was insane with an entire orchestra behind you, and like your nerves, and when you're looking out, and like the echo is so beautiful, obviously in Carnegie Hall. So it was just like so memorable. Like I won't forget that.
1: Your <laughs> voice, wild. your voice is uh, is fantastic. It's just, I mean, thank you. The, the range. Um... <laughs> Connor, you sing too.
0: Nope. Nope. Yeah, she did.
1: Yeah, you do. do you? Come on, well, Connor. Well, not too. professionally. Not no, like no. Nadia. No.
0: I don't over... It's just, it's just opportunities that
1: I went to <laughs> <laughs> But um, No, I, I'm not a singer, but I I appreciate good
2: singers. It,
1: it, good singers and uh, good actors as well. And when oh, you, yeah. And when you can do both, that's really, really cool. Yeah, you know? that's
0: a cool And then thing. if you can dance too. Which,
1: yeah. I can't dance. Yeah, where do you, I mean? Here's the—you've you, kind of found a balance right now between school and, and acting and singing and everything. But you look at um, young and upcoming performers that uh, that do all this, and it's like, where do they find the time?
0: I like, have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this all out. <laughs> um, I'm in the IB program, which is a pretty hectic program. It's a two-year like. It's overall the entire high school, but in the last two years, 11th and 12th grade, you have like all these crazy requirements. You do a certain amount of like higher levels and lower levels. Big, biggest, it's just insane. And you don't sleep a lot. You don't do a lot. <laughs> so finding a balance has been one of the most hectic situations for me. The good thing was that Jack Ryan, when I started filming, and like the audition process was really long. So I auditioned in November and I ended up hearing back from that I was one out of three in America in like, february ish so wow. it was really late yeah. I, I didn't get it at all i was like okay it's just another one didn't get it it's fine brush it off
1: and that, but, was, that was your second trip to the rodeo because you, also, you also, yeah. your, your first gig was on the blacklist which is yeah i uh, wasn't
0: in my my i switched schools so i wasn't in my other school by then
1: okay but, yeah. but uh so it's crazy yeah i mean you, you, you want to have naughty you got to have naughty time that's the thing that's yeah, well, I don't
0: get enough Nadia time.
1: That's right. And plus, living in New York, living in New York. I mean, my gosh, to, just to have time to enjoy that—that's um, yeah, that's amazing. Connor, you've been to New York. I know that.
2: No, I haven't been. You're Sorry, you I'm to really come down and visit. I'll make I'm you. You're saying speak. no to everything here, but I would love to go to New York.
1: Well, you—you you came to you've been to, you've been to L.A. Nadia, you got the the, yeah. big, the big Jack Ryan pre, uh, uh, premiere. Was that? Uh, was in, I guess I think it was San Pedro on that ship.
0: Oh, right. I wasn't at the premiere. I had oh. to fly back for school.
1: Oh, yeah. It was a yeah, huge success. No. I there. went for
0: like four days earlier and I went to the Variety Hollywood party and I did some photo shoots and some interviews and just met a bunch of different people. And it was my first time in
2: LA, so that was a lot of fun. It
1: wasn't exciting? Hopefully, hopefully, you're gonna come back because um, yeah, I want to yeah, come back definitely. So nice. We're, we're yeah,
2: great. there's so many Jack Ryan ads like, um, like I know and stuff, and like they have like some of them. One of them is like a billboard of like a real helicopter going through the billboard. I saw that one. You saw that? I thought that yeah. was great. It made me think of you. I was like, wow. The best dedication to your advertisement. It is
0: dedication. Like they have like posters and stuff up in New York but I'm so all over the place, I never see it so when I went there and we actually had to drive around to drive everywhere know and I was just seeing them everywhere I was like whoa this feels still so surreal
1: <laughs> especially in your area Connor where you're staying because uh that's you're close to the studios and and there's like every every building's got these these huge billboards and you then again if you drive down Cuenca down to Hollywood uh it's even it's like tenfold I mean there's like Tons of billboards for everything. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Um, I think it's even on buses. I think it's on like the, like you know they, they do those those decals. I think I think they got, they got like Jack Ryan buses now as well. Yeah, I've so, seen them. Yeah, they, they yeah they did, Amazon did a lot of work, good work you know promoting this and rightly so because it's a great great series. But again, yeah. I want to back up. I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> um, you you learned about the uh, the role for the blacklist uh, from your from your school actually.
0: Oh, no, I was in a, I was in a, like, little performance group called the Children's Theater Program. Right. And it was, like, in a tiny place in Union Square, and we'd go there and do performances about women's rights or, like, music throughout the ages and how, like, women use music to express themselves or stuff like that. So I started there, and they just took pictures of you, and they were like, hey, if you want to sign up for an audition, we'll have someone that you can put you through, and you can just submit yourself or whatever you want. And one day I was got a call, and they were like, they're looking for a Persian-speaking girl and play an 11-year-old, and I was like, I'm 14. But I tried out, and I was like, I didn't expect anything because after going into auditions, I hadn't gotten anything. And it was great, and I was surprised because after, like, the second or third times, I was like, you got it? And I was like, nah, no. (laughs) And I just kind of went from there. Things just kind of fell into place. It's
1: crazy. Where did you guys film that?
0: Brooklyn It was actually really funny because wow. um, like one block down we're filming a scene in Tehran and like another block down they're like back in the US like filming another scene from there <laughs> it was really funny
1: so that yeah so you had that so that's again that's got to be uh, uh I'm sure when you got through it you were just ecstatic
0: yeah it was my first time on set and I was so nervous
1: yeah but they were great big set was that a big 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 shoot
0: no it was a pretty small scene but like yeah. I was freaking out internally, <laughs> but
1: and it's, it's we always, went over
0: it plenty of times. It was
1: great. It's always a lot of waiting around as well. So, yeah. Connor, you know about that. You did four seasons on Girlfriends Guide, and uh, you guys. Uh, yeah, shot, we did five seasons. Five seasons. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you're used to the grind of getting up at five a.m. and going <laughs> yeah. to studios. Yeah. I had to
0: get used to that. I'm like, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lots of coffee. Canada's got a. A thriving film community which is amazing. So much shooting there, both in Montreal and in Vancouver. Toronto as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of nice places. There's like it's kinda nice how it doesn't have to like not everything has to happen in LA anymore. Yeah, we've got Toronto, we've got Vancouver, we've got Montreal. Like I'm not a US citizen. Right. So it's kinda not hard yet. for me to get stuff yeah. like in LA. But like I don't even really have to worry about it because like I'm a Canadian citizen, so I can do a ton of stuff there. Sure, it's, yeah, it's going to
1: happen for you. Once Upon a Time filmed in Canada for many years. And yeah, naughty of you did your homework. Connor actually was on Once Upon a Time. So it's,
0: really, uh, my teacher, the one who teached me on set for Jack Ryan, worked on Once Upon a Time for the entire time with the Henry. Oh v. yeah! Wow. Yeah,
2: mm. we're connected.
0: There
1: you go. <laughs> yeah, you're in New York now, and again, uh, the roles will come. And uh, I, you know, for the business. It's either L.A. or New York um, yeah. for the most part. If, if you're, like, in Kansas, yeah, that's going to be a lot of commuting.
0: Yeah, um, and a lot of, like, self-tapes. I think now when self-tapes are introduced, things are, like, flying by a lot more easier. There's so much
1: more
2: of, like, a reach internationally.
0: Yeah.
1: Connor, yeah. You know, Connor, you know self-tapes. Any advice?
2: Um. Okay. Well, first of all, for people who don't know, a self-tape is, like, when you put yourself on camera for, uh the casting director or whoever is involved to see instead of going in for the audition because I know some people don't know that but yeah, yeah I kind of I've kind of become come good with uh, uh self-tapes there's so many of them now um yeah. yeah I barely have like real in-person auditions anymore I don't know about you Nadia because no, I me too you're in New York so
0: yeah, I know, which is, I should be going to, like, face-to-face more auditions, but. Yeah. Do
2: yeah. you find that it's, like, easier to go about the musical kind of thing there or, or acting in New York? Um.
0: Well, so far, my music's just been kind of myself. I fell more into acting, so I think the acting portion was pretty easy. Everything's just so connected that, like, you can go from one place to another really, really fast in terms of, like, acting and singing.
2: Mm. So, yeah. That's good.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> so maybe Broadway for you? <laughs>
0: no. I think you need to be able to dance to do that. Like, oh, okay. I can so dance alone in my room. you
1: got to work on the awesome. dancing, you I mean, <laughs> Yeah, i work on that. I guess all Broadway plays involves sort of the dancing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I can do my school musicals.
1: They were fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you will know, get, get like robotic legs or something. You know. <laughs> let's talk about Jack Ryan. What a wonderful Ooh. opportunity for you. So tell me how you got that role.
0: Well, I've been, it's kind of funny because, I mean, obviously with like acting and like going on auditions, it's like pretty hectic. And like, you got like a script last minute, you're like going, I'm going all the way across New York to go to audition and like half the time I don't get it and school was crazy. So at that point I was thinking, oh, I think I need to take some time off of the entire acting and like focus on school. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go on like three more formal auditions and then we'll see what happens because life's getting crazy right now and then i got the script for jack ryan i did the self tape in my agency and we worked on it there and we sent it in and i was like okay nothing's happening nothing happening it's fine so i was like i'm probably just gonna take some time off you know work on like school and everything and then like come february-ish they're like you're one out of three in the u.s and i was like oh okay wow. this is happening and then it was uh, me in the US versus in Lebanon. So they're doing an international search for cast as well. And then one day I was just hanging out with my friend and my mom called me, she's like, oh, I've got big news for you when, I get, when you get home. And I came home and she was like, hey, guess who just took the role in Jack Ryan? And I was like, no. And she was like, yeah, it's you. And I was like, no. And I kind of just went from there. Didn't really set it. Like I'm probably, I didn't think I got it for like a solid 48 hours. I was just lying there, like, whoa, whoa, what's going to happen next? Until I went on set and I met everyone, I was like, okay, this is going to be
1: amazing. Now, had you read the script before you went to start shooting?
0: Yes, they sent, uh, yeah, they sent everything, like, ahead of time, but they were also editing a lot of the scripts and changing a lot of stuff up during the process, so I didn't really have the, like, final pieces until I came to Montreal. They had everything in a massive, beautiful folder, super organized. So wow. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." But yeah. I worked on things beforehand before I went there, and yeah. like between the breaks too.
1: Make sure you save all that stuff because that's like that's those are keepsakes. That is uh, yeah. amazing, and a great cast. John Krasinski. Now, had you watched The Office?
0: I watched. I always watched a few episodes back and forth, but. I never like was fully dedicated. I feel like I should
1: be you now. <laughs> I was really I was really kind of concerned when I heard he was playing Jack Ryan cuz I'm so used to him in a comedic role. But he yeah. really he really nailed this. He was really he really good. Timothy yeah, he's
2: Hutt. got range, hey?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It was amazing. And then Timothy Like Hutt. I honestly think it was really great. Timothy Hutton as well and then uh, Wendell Pierce um and of course uh, your younger sister uh, of Avasiam um, who also was on the blacklist, by the way?
0: Yeah, so, right afterwards, we like <laughs> met up and had French fries in New York when she came.
1: It was oh, great, yeah. very cool. And of course, your brother, your brother as well, that played your brother on there. The um, yeah, exactly. so so you got the part. <clears throat> again, this was no easy shoot. You went everywhere, but primarily yeah. you you had yeah. traveled to Morocco. How long was the hmm. shoot?
0: I think Morocco was about one month, and then. We did Montreal first, so we were filming everything out of order, which was fine. And then we came back once we finished wrapping everything and did a few more things in Montreal. We visited, we came all back for like one last time to We shoot some things and add some finishing touches and stuff. But yeah, you really get close with everyone when you're like a month in Morocco.
1: <laughs> yeah. Being in Morocco, was it familiar to you at all?
0: It actually was. I mean, I never went to Morocco before, but... I don't know. I always grew up, like, when I was in Sudan, like, it looked so similar. I had such deja vu. It was just strange after being in New York for, like, five, at that time, like, five-ish years, and then coming back to a place like that, I was like, oh, this feels kind of (laughs) homey. So I liked that feeling a lot. It was great. Although we did things that, like, I would have never done in Sudan. Like, in Sudan, you don't go out during the day. You, like, stay in until it's, like, afternoon you just stay in where it's air
1: conditioned we
0: filmed all of our scenes outside at the hottest time of the day (laughs) but it was okay
1: physically demanding I mean it seemed like there was a lot going on again again filming in in Morocco a lot of desert how do you prepare for a role like that what was the research you had to do
0: I mean it was really heavy like a lot yeah it's a pretty heavy show in terms of like everything that's going on is crazy I mean from what I experienced in When I was living in Sudan, I had a lot of, uh, like, Arabic-speaking friends. And I lived in a lot of different cultures to, like, know some of the etiquettes already that was in Arabic culture. But in general, having the cast be, like, so Middle Eastern, like, we were all helping each other out, coming up with ideas, helping each other prepare for our scenes, with more of the heavy ones. Everyone was just so dedicated that we were, like, I don't know, indirectly just helping each other kind of out through our own work, it was, it was like amazing.
1: You had an international crew as well, which was really cool. Yeah,
0: I loved it. Oh, they're my favorite.
1: So a month of that. Now, obviously you're out. Those are long days. Mm. Starting early in the morning and going sometimes late at night. Um, yeah. From, from what I could see, the location was phenomenal. That the, the, uh, the, where did you guys shoot? it's like it's like 20 questions about Jack Ryan but, but oh. the, the, like, the, like the houses and stuff, was that all, were those sets or the actual buildings you shot at?
0: The place, the compound where we yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um. Actually, what was really funny is that we filmed part of that in Montreal. They rebuilt the set there from oh. the inside and we, like the Monopoly scene is actually in Montreal. So that was actually pretty great. It was insane. But the rest, yeah, we found a really great location. I don't know where it was, but it was a really great location. <laughs> and we filmed most of all of our scenes there. Was it like it was great? Amazing how they like picked each scene and like each location for each scene and where it was gonna be shot and everything. Like I feel like I saw everything.
1: <laughs> Were you scared at all? Because some of those some of those scenes are really really intense.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely went to the acting. Yeah. I was just also really nervous to meet everyone. Like um the guy that plays Yazeed, his name's Kamel, and I was like super nervous for like my scene with him. So I wanted to not meet him to have like this like this me being scared be like really real. But it's so hard because this is the sweetest guy you'll ever meet and he bakes pastries <laughs> and he's got a cat and I'm like, ah oh, why do you have to be so nice? <laughs>
1: The um the, the script is amazing. Um, I, I usually try not to binge watch because I like to spread it out. The last four, I just watched all of a sudden. I couldn't stop. I was like just sucked into it. You definitely want to check this out, folks. It's on Amazon uh, Prime right now. Uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. I'm going to tread lightly because you know you look at news networks that they always show the worst parts of of countries and whatnot. So I'm certain that, obviously, with the script, I'm sure there was some license taken. But they really kind of approached it very, very well. And it was was very well represented. And Sarah really loved loved her family. Dad just kind of got a little extreme. yeah.
0: Yeah, one of the reasons why I loved Jack Ryan so much is the amount of depth they put behind each character. And why they do what they do and what they go through in their inner conflict. It's so much more humanizing. And I think that's what I love about television nowadays is going more like the all well-rounded approach of just understanding each character's backstory like in their religion and their entire lives which is one of the reasons why I love Jack Ryan so much and also they touched upon really important topics it sheds light on the refugee situation and I think she has to kind of grow up and take control of like her life so suddenly and take care of her her siblings and everything's just thrown in her face and it's just it sheds light on really important situations that are really controversial nowadays I'm glad that like it was really well made. Like it was really risky, but they did made it really well. You know- have you read the books? No, I have. I hate myself for not having read the books.
2: <laughs> oh no, no, no. that's. A good... I just wonder. <laughs> yeah. I just wondered, like, how if they were if they were very similar or not.
0: I mean, from what I've known from like the other movies, Jack Ryan movies that they made, is this Jack Ryan so much more of, like an origin story, whereas like before, he's already has Jack Ryan already has his name and his reputation mm-hmm. in a sort of sense. It's more like. I think that's one of the reasons why casting John was such a good idea. Because he's just he's like could be like your average guy and he comes from like this origin of how he came to be this kind of Jacqueline and what he had to go through and his experiences in each episode and how it shapes his morals and his ideas is like really beautiful. So I think that's what kind of differentiates it a bit.
1: So you filmed it you filmed it in, in Morocco. You filmed in Montreal. Now the beach scene that was filmed in Turkey, is that correct? Uh, Morocco. Morocco, Morocco as well. That was. Yeah,
0: a... we were in. Actually, we were <sighs> Yeah, it was in Morocco. It was in. Not in Marrakesh. It was in. I'll figure it out eventually. But <laughs> yeah, it was in Morocco.
1: Obviously, a closed set. Any problems with crowd control? I mean, because it looked like a beautiful beach. did so they just close the beach off for you guys to shoot, or did you have to share? Uh, what happened? I
0: mean. When we went there, it was already empty. There was oh. like in we were filming, and then sometimes camels would just come by and <laughs> waltz around, and there'd be some <laughs> tourists, which I love because gotta love camels. There were some German people that walked by, so I was like, "Yeah, my people." <laughs> <laughs>
1: did, you, did, did, did you ride? Other a camel?
0: than that, it was pretty empty.
1: Did you ride a camel?
0: No, which I'm really upset about, actually. I
2: don't
1: know. Connor, any, any camels? In it, ca- any camels it. in Canada?
2: Uh, no, not. Uh... Not that I know of. I can they, They're sweet. They're We're going to do water
1: there too. There's yeah. your, your thing, yeah. They're, they're nice till they spit at you. That's the only thing. They do spit. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works, but anyway. Wonder and I, we, need to, like,
0: we need to go get some like, camels. And you have guys a camel need, to,
1: yeah, you need to bond for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, a, a month in Morocco, um, did you go by yourself? Did mom and dad come? Or what was the What was the? My dream? mom came with me. Oh, wow. Oh,
0: she's
1: amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, what was the standout moment for you, um, being in Morocco, or or, or in general of, of, of the production? Because really, it, it's just so realistic. I, mean,
0: I think we really built that family scenario on and offset. Like the first moment that I arrived in Montreal, and like I met Arty and Kareem, my like my younger siblings, we just I don't know what it was. We just immediately gravitated toward each other. We literally became like siblings, and then we went Dina. And Ali, for the first time, like she was overwhelmed, she was crying, she's like, oh, it was such like, we just bonded so well. And we made, did everything we could outside of filming to get closer to one another. Like, there was a time when we made um, Persian fig leaves, I'm mean, not like Middle Eastern fig, uh, fig leaf dishes. Oh, wow. That was like so yummy. So we were just trying to connect with like the culture and with each other. So I think being so close, even in Morocco, throughout. Like, the entire show on and off set just lended a lot to the show when we were actually on set and filming.
1: Ali's an amazing actor, by the way. He is just unbelievable good. And I hope to to see more stuff from him for sure. You uh, Again, uh, Jack Ryan is out, folks. It's on Amazon. Binge watch if you like. You're in seven of the eight episodes. You finished off in Morocco, came to Montreal, and we shot some scenes and did some stuff, and you were done. And then the waiting... Because obviously you want to see your final product. So uh, when you finally saw the completed project, what did you think?
0: I mean, I got little glimpses before because I had to go and do voiceovers. Um, So seeing the little snippets of the scenes with also the music behind it, which did so much for it as well, was kind of insane. I was always so worried, like, which scenes did they pick? Like, how many, like, did they get right? Because, like, as an actress, I was like, oh, this scene was, like, really perfect in terms of my emotion, like. Camera angle was like this. Maybe it will just the other one. So I was pretty nervous about what they were going to pick out. Um, I just came back right after L.A., actually, when I came to drop my sister off, at, like, to visit my sister again in Seattle. Um, my sister was like, hey, oh, my God, Jack Ryan's out right now. I'm like, what? Isn't it supposed to be out, like, tomorrow? But then I realized they, like, submit at, like, I don't know, a certain time in L.A. Right. So. I actually binge watched it with my sisters. Wow! <laughs> but I ran away whenever I came, my scenes came because I hate watching my
1: sisters. I was going to ask you that. how do you how do you feel about that? <laughs> Are you able to sit and watch it constructively and not analyze everything?
0: Oh, I hyper I, I really, like analyze myself. Um, I watch, I've, I watched everything else in terms of like I will like hide behind the corner of the wall and sneak peek little glimpses of myself, but I will not fully sit there and watch it. Which I think is something I need to work on because I think it's like a really important skill to be able to sit down, watch what you're doing, think what choices could I've done next time, what could I have like furthered how I feel. So but I just need to get over to the ah.
1: I think that's a common common reaction though. Connor, of course, you know, you did you did five seasons of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Certainly um yeah. were you able to watch yourself?
2: Well, I used to be really nervous about it and then I realized like like, you know, they chose the best one. Like the, it goes through so like a show goes through so much before yeah. it like goes out on television. So I'm like, if I messed up, you know, the editors thought it was good, the director thought it was good, the producers thought it was good. Like I'm, so that's kind of what helped me. And then I started watching it. I'm like, eh, if I cringe at myself, it's like riding a roller coaster.
1: Like
0: was a good way to think about it, actually.
1: And Connor had a stunt double on uh, Once Upon a Time. For the, for, um, for the horse scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did.
2: Because I had to ride a horse on it. And they were like, oh. they didn't want me to ride the horse myself because they were afraid I'd fall off. Aww. But I was like, I want to ride the horse. I can see that. <laughs>
1: any any stunt work, Um, Nadia?
0: Um, no. I mean, I had a double. Yeah. But uh, I think the ones, the car scene, when we're running away. I think that part there was somebody else who was running at the time but most of it was all ourselves
1: I love the scenes where you guys are playing soccer yeah because it, it seemed like there was some normalcy there you know
0: we were genuinely really laughing because uh, the director Morton seldom said something really funny so we were like <laughs>
1: <laughs> now those are those are those are those are great scenes and I guess soccer was like was like the thing the family liked to do and at least uh, you know your mom and sister and brother did um, yeah, which
0: is crazy because I'm really bad at soccer, but I guess yeah. they they did their best to teach me. <laughs>
1: Connor plays soccer though, didn't you? <laughs>
2: nope. You
1: can't say nope to everything. Yeah, come on, Connor. I, you got to have, you gotta I, have I'm some not talents. I play
2: soccer. I don't speak French.
1: You don't get a, a TV show, a, a huge TV show, and not have some talent. Obviously, they would. They, they look cute. at that stuff. Yeah. You gotta have you know have yeah. it going on. The the end result, uh, obviously, the show is uh, is doing phenomenally well. I talked to a friend at work today, and he says he says I says I love it. I'm almost done watching the whole thing. When I mentioned you were on the show, he was like, "No way!" And um, it really it shows in my mind. It, there, there's definitely a lot of a, a lot of conflict as far as uh, you know your your mom on the show, and also I think I think I think your dad. I think uh, Ali's character Suleman, uh, is conflicted as well. Um, because uh, obviously he's true to the cause, but yet he's got a family to think about. Um, That's what really, those are the moments I think that really stood out to me uh, in in any show, really, where you've got to kind of outweigh the good and the bad. And um, it was, um, it was definitely a thing.
0: Yeah. Especially his relationship with his brother. That's one part that I loved so much is the way they go back and forth between their history and everything. I thought that was so amazing.
1: So it was all done and you were finished and you came home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, you know, it's like no more no more hot days, no more crap services. <laughs> of course, that's yeah.
0: that's the saddest part. No, no, so, yeah. I miss everyone so much. Like yeah. I still talk to Arby, still talk to Dina. We try and keep in touch as much as we can. Yeah, Arby and I grew so close because we had most of our scenes together. Kareem as well. Like I have so many goofy pictures of them. <laughs> so we need to. We all need to have a little family reunion time.
1: <laughs> so you came back and you shot a short uh, called Bodega. Tell me about that. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, my sister was supposed to. My older sister is also an actress. My eldest. Um, not my eldest. <laughs> the eldest. Um, her name's Roshan, and she's an actress as well. And she was like. She was actually the one who first started really getting into acting in the family and she was so supportive of everything so she booked, She actually booked the role for in the bodega. See, she's supposed to play like a 21-year-old or a 22-year-old but we have a condition in the family where like we have an eye condition and like your cornea can rip and it can you kind of go blind. Oh. Not really nice. Cool. <laughs> but <laughs> so she ended up getting that and I had to step in for her kind of last minute so I was pretty last minute thrown into it but it was nice i like hadn't been on set for a while and it was great to be on set and work with a bunch of new people again and, and they're all really nice it again being,
1: being as short as that less pressure as well um connor you've done a lot of short films as well yeah and you've made films which yeah are, which i like doing short films really really they're good
2: like, they're like a forgotten art yeah like the smaller ones at least
1: they are art they are. And I always say that indie films, the best indie films are the ones you watch. And when they end, you're like scratching your head. And you're like, oh, now I get it. Um, mm-hmm. So looking forward to Bodega. And uh, I'm sure they'll be on the, probably they'll go to the, f- the festival circuit and all that. And that's good. But what a great experience. Connor, you know what a Bodega is?
2: I will after I watch the short
1: film. Well, I will tell you up front what a Bodega is. A bodega, basically in New York, they have like liquor, liquor stores and shops where you can go and buy like you know, cigarettes and candy and whatnot, and they call them bodegas. Oh, so, that's
2: what that is. Oh, yeah. okay, cool.
1: There you go. I think I'm pretty much spot on on that. And uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, the short films are, uh, are phenomenal, and um, we did a whole thing at Universal Studios with the employees, where they had the 48-hour film challenge, and a lot of cool films were made. And now the the trick is getting those into the festival circuit. So that's yeah, there was
0: actually like some connection there because. Um... My mom, my onset mom, Dina worked on another project before. Okay. It was called Amir and Sam. And the uncle that worked with her, who was, who was her uncle and Amira and Sam was actually my father in Bodega. Oh, wow. So awesome. FaceTime Dina and we were like, surprise. That's <laughs> very right cool.
1: There. Very cool. Well, this has been a great hour, almost an hour. Obviously, Connor, you've got stuff going on as well. And, uh, uh, Girlfriend's got the divorce, of course, is on. You guys can watch that. She's on that.
2: Can I plug one thing, Mike? I do want to give a, a shout out to a good cause. Okay. If you're walking down West Third Street on on um in Los Angeles, you walk in past Vanderpump Dogs. Come on in, give me a shout. Donate some money for our dogs. I'm there every day. That's my plug. That's my plug. It's a dog rescue. Oh. Uh-huh. Awesome. I love dogs. No, I love you. That's my plug, but I don't want to take away from Nadia's plugs. No, no,
1: no, no. No, i lay all your plugs. (laughs) So Vanderpumps?
2: Yeah, Vanderpump dogs. They, like, take dogs that were, like, abused and, like, all these, like, all these poor doggies, and then they leave so happy. Mm -hmm.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool.
2: Yeah. It's on West 3rd Street. It's, like, close to Jones on 3rd. It's It's a long ways from New York.
1: Yeah, I'll I was going sure to
2: say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Nadia, any any uh, charities you're involved with you want to talk about?
0: The refugee situation. I mean, after filming Jack Ryan, it opened my eyes to a lot of my character. I am leave everything behind, and, like, her language, her home, and grow up early. My dad works for the UN, and so I went and talked to them a bit about, like, the refugee situation. They, like, educated to me a bit about it, and it just opened my eyes to it, so... Not really a charity,
1: but just more awareness about it. Yeah. So stay stay aware, folks. Definitely on that because it is an issue. Human rights uh, worldwide. Keep that in the forefront. It's easy to get complacent and forget about things when our yeah. life when our lives are going so well. But there are those that are not as lucky. Definitely something you need to uh, think about. Nadia Fulter, stellar actress. I'm hoping Emmy <laughs> actress one day, Academy Award or you're a great singer, musician. I'm really glad you joined us tonight. And um, yeah, too. hopefully you'll come back and join us again. So, yeah. I, I love what you're doing. I think that uh, you're well in your way building that resume. And uh, again, a stellar performance in Jack Ryan. Guys, check that out as well. That's on Amazon prime. Nadia. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. And
1: uh, again, you're on Instagram. How do they find you on Instagram?
0: Instagram is Nadia underscore And YouTube is just Nadia. Uh,
1: it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Great musician and great talent there. Thank you both so much for being with us. Connor. Thanks
2: for me again.
1: Yeah, you know, stay out of trouble, okay? Okay. All
2: right. And it was nice to meet you, Nadia. Nice to meet you, too. You need
0: to come down to New York. Or I'll yeah. come to L.A. It's your.
1: Yeah, you got to come back to cool. L.A. for sure. There's a lot to, uh, you, you didn't go to Pink's Hot Dogs. or you go to all you're, not, you're not vegetarian, are you?
0: Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> you <laughs> you got
1: me oh.
2: there.
1: Well, they got a veggie dog, I think, don't they, Connor?
2: Oh, yeah. We got a ton of veggie veggie stuff out here.
1: Yay! Did you hear about the Cheetos? The Cheetos restaurant, Connor, that opened up. There's
2: a Cheetos no. restaurant.
1: Frito Lay opened for four days only. A pop up, hot Cheetos restaurant. All the menu items had hot Cheetos in them.
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> crazy. Well, that
0: should be a thing. If we're all like in the same place, we should all go to the Cheeto
1: place. Now, you know, well, yes. I think it's closed already. It was only. It was only like a, no. a, a forty thing. <laughs> oh
0: man!
1: Yeah, you know, crazy, crazy LA. Guys, thank you so much. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. This is Conversations Radio. So long.